let's go to work. As barbers, we cut hair and fade all day. This podcast goes beyond the barber's chair and is about the rest of our story. Positioning ourselves for success, avoiding costly mistakes, and continuing to grow and thrive as barbers for years to come. Join us as we look at the whole world of barbering and go beyond the barber's chair. For this episode, I'm talking with Dr. Quintre Shannon. As a chiropractor, Dr. Shannon works with bones and nerves to make the body just respond and act the way it's supposed to. Uh, In his eyes, it's all about letting the body heal itself so that it can run itself and thrive. As barbers, standing all day, we know it affects the feet, it affects the lower legs, it affects the lower back, it affects everything. And we talked about ways that we can alleviate that. Uh, There's uh, all kinds of things that we can do, stretches, exercises. We just talked about carpal tunnel, what it is, and uh, how to avoid it if it comes along. There are several stages to it that don't necessarily need surgery. Dr. Shannon also broke down what exactly chiropractic is and how it works. It's not all about cracking necks and writing checks, as I like to say. And we also talked about a favorite subject of mine, the importance of ergonomics ergonomics being the way that we use our bodies and operate and the ways we work so that we can continue to work longer without pain more comfortably we feel better our clients understand it too so uh, actually you know what i'm just going to get out of the way and let him break it down for us and you know i'm rambling again like i do during my intros so i'm just going to get out of the way and we'll go straight to the interview all right, Dr. Shannon, thank you very much for your time today. I've been looking forward to this for a while here. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. So it's it's interesting. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this before or not, but uh, you know, I, I cut a couple areas, and one of them is near Life University up there in, uh, in the Smyrna Marietta area. Okay. And, yeah. uh, it, it's always fun when I have one of the students there because we're talking about all kinds of things. They're, they're saying, oh, you know about this bone? You know about that bone? You know about this? Uh, it, it's almost like a, a refreshing thing. Oh, he knows what an occipital is. Oh, wow. <laughs> we talk for a couple minutes and then they suddenly go off into a whole other world beyond what we barbers study. It's, it's amazing. If you ever, if you speak a little bit of a, of a foreign language and you say, yeah, and once someone from another country realizes you speak a little bit of a foreign language, they just start going off and ba 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 ba. It kind of goes the same way there. So. Oh, yeah, definitely levels to it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one of the things that barbers deal with is we have various pains, and we hear things from the various other barbers. Oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. We see this in a lot of, we see this in a lot of, uh, lot of different things. It could be legal entities, it could be financial advice, whatever. Oh, so-and-so heard from so-and-so from so-and-so, just kind of gets passed down along. So it's really nice to have someone who deals with this kind of stuff on a day-by-day basis who can actually give real, here's what's going on, here's what needs to be going on, as opposed to a lot of the, um, I guess, rumors or myths might be the best way to put it there. Uh-huh. If I think about physically, my whole goal when I cut is I want to focus on the ergonomics. I want to make sure that 10 years from now, I feel just as good cutting as I do now. 20 years now, uh-huh. now I want to feel uh-huh. good. I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my body so that I don't have to 
you know, wear braces or take time off just because I'm unable to work or because the pain is too much to bear. And uh, one of the uh, biggest complaints that I hear from barbers, it, it sounds a lot like this. Oh. And that sound there, yeah, they just sat down or they're moving their legs or something like that. They're getting up <laughs> off their feet. Hey, we, you've probably seen this when people get on, on your table. You know? Oh, so, yeah. I guess um, I don't want to go too broad with it here, but as a chiropractor, when someone's coming in and a lot of the complaints they have have to do with their feet, you know, their, their knees and like in the back area, what does that tell you? Uh, what can we do on a day-to-day -day basis on our own or with, with your help or, or with another chiropractor's help or with um, what can we do on our own on a day-to-day -to, -day to just try to prolong things? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, whenever somebody comes in and they have that moment, that lets me know that they either sit too long or they stand too long. Um, and I'm saying too long, but, you know, they spend a majority of their day in a particular position. Now, with position is so important because, of course, with, you know, we all have various lifestyles where we're doing different things. But specifically for barbers, um, you know, you spend a lot of time on your feet, you know, cutting hair. And with that, you may be in a certain position where you may be leaning a certain type of way. Or even when you're just standing straight up, you may not realize it, but your weight is being distributed a different type of way or it's, it's being distributed a certain type of way. So, you know, depending on how a barber is standing, that could affect them. So what I mean by that is a barber may be standing up, may not really realize it, but you're putting more weight on your left side than your right side. That within itself could affect you where you may feel it in your low back. You know, you feel it in your hips, you feel it in your knees, feel it down in your ankles and your feet or, you know, more so prominent, more, more prominent on one side than the other. And that's simply just because of how the weight is distributed throughout the body. So so with that, that, that's where chiropractic can come in, because a lot of times I use the analogy of a car. Everybody either has owned a car or been in a car and they understand that there's maintenance work that's required on the car. However, if you don't get that maintenance, then eventually over time, that car is going to break down. And that's the same thing with the body. You know, eventually over time, if you're in a certain position or if you're doing something for so long. So for like barbers, for example, for example, you're standing for so many hours day in and day out. And you're doing that for years and years and years. Um, like you mentioned, you want to be able to be in the same shape now, uh, 10 years from now that you are right now. So with that, you know, if you're in a certain position, you're doing that over a long period of time and it's not necessarily the correct position or you haven't done anything to address it, then that's where you'll start to see that the body will break down. And with that, the body will start to break down at a faster rate as well. So, so that's where a lot of people may get into a situation where, you know, like you said, like you're here, oh, like once they actually get a, a chance to sit down, it's just because it's been years and years of being in a certain position where you're doing the same things over and over, where it's starting to add up. So, um, of course, like I said, chiropractic care can help in that regard, but things that you can do, you know, outside of chiropractic care, things that you do at home. And I, I love that you said that because I love to give people the thing. I, I love to give my patients things to do outside of the office because I want my patients to be active in their care as well, you know, be active in their health. But things that you could do outside of just getting or receiving chiropractic care is making sure that you're stretching. Uh, with, with you standing 
for as long as you are as a barber, there's going to be a lot of muscle engagement. You know, your muscle is going to be engaged to keep your body upright. So stretching is going to be something that's going to be important. Um, another thing is just thinking about the type of shoes that you're wearing. So with, with some barbers, they don't wear the proper footwear to allow them to to be able to cut throughout a, throughout a whole day. Um, even with that, if you had a proper footwear, if you have it for a long period of time, so, you know, if you have these shoes that you're working in, you know, every day, day in, day out, and you have these shoes on, you know, they're, they're three, four, five years old, you know, they're too old. You know, you need time for, you, you, it's time for new shoes at that point, you know? So it's, it's simple things like that that can make a huge difference. You know, you're, you're treading on some sensitive property with bar with barbers in the shoes, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, you'll see these like you know, I'm I'm involved in some discussion groups, like I call Facebook groups uh, with with barbering uh, with uh, the two forty five Chris Bazio's uh, barber barber academy, and you'll see the the scene come up here. People start taking pictures. All right, guys, show me your kicks, and they'll show what what shoes they're cutting in. Here's what oh. surprises me. I'm not comfortable in a pair of Converse All-Stars. I mean, they, they look cool, but if I have them on my feet, I'm not comfortable at all. I can barely walk in those things. And uh -huh. you got guys cutting in them. Or you'll see uh, you'll see Skechers or you know, all these others. Uh, you'll see some Air Forces go in there, uh, some Jordans. Yeah. You, you'll see the whole gamut of, yeah. of the shoes. People just showing off some really cool shoes. And yeah, they are cool shoes, but I got to wonder, are they actually comfortable to be working in? Right. And that's the thing, longevity. You you gotta you gotta think about that. Is this something that is gonna prevent my body from breaking down? You know. So I guess as a barber, because I'm just thinking about if I was a barber, it would be about a look. You know, I want to have a certain look, so I get that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? I know. Well, now, uh, so let's, let's stay on this here. Uh, so let let's say that I got a pair of, of all stars and I want to wear them when I'm cutting. Is is there an insert that can go into that shoe to make it? better for lack of better terms yeah i mean there, there's there's you know different things like inserts that you can use in just about any shoe that can help out but of course it depends on the person what they have going on mm -hmm. so for example if a person doesn't really have an arch and they're flat-footed um and if they if they're if their feet with their weight if they put more pressure like on the inside of the foot then that is really a a prime a, a prime situation for somebody to have knee issues, just because of all that weight that's being put on the inside of the foot is putting a lot of pressure on the knees. Mm -hmm. So you know, if down the line, you know, somebody has some knee issues, it's probably because years and years and years of them putting that weight on the inside of their foot has caused that. Well, what about on the outside? If they if they wear, if they hold more of the weight on the outsides of their shoes. So with the outside, that can affect outside the, the feet, yeah, yeah, outside, yeah. So on the outside of the feet, that can affect the knees as well. Um, it's the the difference between the two is that if somebody has weight on the inside, it's going to be the inside of the knees where they most likely will feel some type of pain that comes to the surface. Mm -hmm. When when they have weight on the outside of the foot, it's more so the outside of the knees or the outer part of the knees where they may have some aches, pains, and discomforts. Uh, but when somebody has weight on the outside of the foot there may be some issues going up to the hip as well. Is there a way, a, a simple way for a barber to be able to keep in mind to, I guess, put the weight right in the middle of the feet? Is there a simple way to do that or a mind hack or something like that? It's, it's just something where you have to be a little more conscious of it. 
because even when people, when they stand a certain type of way, they know they put more weight on the outside of the foot or on the inside of the foot. So um, it's, it's something where you have to be a little more conscious of it. And if you realize, if you realize, hey, I'm putting more weight on the inside of my foot, let me, you know, try to balance that out, you know, turn the foot so it's not so much weight there. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that you just have to think about. Uh, but there, there are different exercises that you can do as well, especially if it's somebody that doesn't have as much of an arch or if they're flat footed. There's there's arches or there's exercises that you could do to help build the arches. So one one example of that, and I'm gonna explain this exercise is not necessarily for the arch. It still will help out the arch, but it's not necessarily there to build up the arch. But this may be the best way for me to describe it, where you can kind of get a picture of it. If you have your foot flat on the ground, you have a and your foot is on top of a towel. If you think about just scratching your foot where you grab that towel and you can bring it in towards your body that's an exercise that you could do to help with the arches um the the only variation for that that i will say to help to actually build up the arch is that you will perform that same motion but you don't want to curl your toes in you want to keep your toes um as straight as possible and pretty much perform that scrunching motion where you can feel it where it's going to come right into the middle of the foot and that's going to help to build up that arch there i didn't even know feet exercises was a thing oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes sir now is there anything specific we should be looking at in shoes like a i'll give you an example there's a store uh there's one in marietta one over in john's creek a couple of areas here in atlanta uh there's another one that opened up about an hour north of atlanta where they'll actually have you walk on a treadmill mm-hmm. and uh I guess it's scanning the foot and then they, they will say, okay, well this shoe will do this for you here. And you're going to need to have this insole for it. Something like that. Is that just sales sales stuff or is that like a, a real thing there? No, that's a real thing. It's legit because the way that you walk, your gait is going to fit. Um, like I talked about the way that you distribute your weight throughout the body or mm-hmm. even just how you're standing. So that's a, that's a legit thing. Um, I want to say big peach running is a store that does something similar to that mm-hmm. uh, where they, they will do the scan and analyze and see, you know, how you're walking, see, you know, where you're putting your weight. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a legit thing. And it's something that would be very beneficial for anybody to do if they're going to stand on their feet for a long period of time or, you know, do a lot of walking, moving around. That right. That's something that's very ben- beneficial for them to do so that they can understand, you know, how exactly they are, you know, walking, how they're shifting their weight as they're standing, you know, just just have a better understanding of their body. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a, I think where I got mine from was a place called Fleet Feet. And I think there's also a place called Roadrunner, uh, which does something similar to that. So you'll have to check into that, see, see what those are. Those do sound familiar. So I think those are two options as well. I thought of Big Peach Running. Okay. Are there any particular types of shoes that you do or do not recommend? I don't like not recommend something or recommend a certain type of shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I take that back. I don't not recommend the shoe. And the reason why is because everybody's different. So, you know, everybody's going to have a different need. But some solid brands that, you know, just across the board are pretty good for people. Uh, Brooks. So those running shoes, Brooks. Asics is usually a good brand as well. And then a lot of people like OwnClouds, but I feel like that's depending on the person. 
Mm-hmm. So I think I think on cloud is a good brand, but of course they have different you know models of the shoes. And again, I think that's something where it just depends on the person. You know, if they have more of an arch or not as much of an arch. So I mean, you can't go wrong with on clouds. I just think you have to find the right one for you when when it comes to on clouds. Makes sense. Remember my first shoes I had that I bought for barbering were Skechers, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought I was I thought I was doing something smart then, but uh, it wound up being something which I might have made some better choices if I'd done a little bit more research. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wound I wound up with Hoka's of all things. Okay, I I hey. would not have thought I would wear Hoka's, but wow, uh, I'm surprised at how comfortable those guys are. Yeah, yeah. Even with Hoka's, I think it depends on the person as well. Because I I know some people that absolutely love them. I know some people that's like, mm, I don't really care for them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the best thing is always just to go in the store and, and you know, get those scans or just check out uh, what's available. Even if it's just, hey, I'm going to the store just to try on the shoe, just see how it feels for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, you, you're going to know yourself better than anybody else anyway. You know, you're going to you're gonna know what's going to be comfortable for you, but it just helps to get those scans just so you know exactly what's going on right so i guess i guess we can go there and actually get the scans just by themselves then yeah you could okay you could very cool okay yeah because even even after you get the scans they probably will recommend certain type of shoes for you Mm -hmm. and i mean if you have anything if you find anything similar to it or the exact you know shoot then of course that that's going to be helpful now you mentioned something earlier about uh the compensating on one foot or I guess having the weight on one side more than the other how it affects the hips and the lower back mm-hmm. can, can you go into that some for me yeah so I mean it's it's just like anything else um I'm trying to think of an example but um yeah going back to a car okay so let's just say with a car um the wheel alignment is off so if the wheel alignment is off it may uh, on one side, the tires may kind of the tread you may lose it a little bit quicker than on the other side because of the wheel alignment being off. Mm-hmm. So that's similar to the body. If you're putting more weight on one side than the other, then you know it may cause your body to break down a little bit quicker. And because we are weight bearing, we're standing up. The the low back and the hips they take the brunt of that. So so that's why you know, if somebody is having that type of issue where they may start experiencing low back pain or, you know, hip pain. And that's just because of all that pressure that's being put on the area from the weight being distributed a certain type of way. Because again, just from us being weight bearing, just from the ground up, that's pretty much where all that, that pressure and stress will go to. It will go right to that low back and and hip area. Okay. Now, is there anything, uh, yeah, obviously chiropractic adjustment, but anything that we're able to do ourselves on day to day for to try to alleviate that? Um, yeah, so stretching. Like I said, stretching is gonna be something that's mm-hmm. huge. Um I mean that's that's the main thing. Uh I tell people all the time, um, if you if you're doing something like I, I let I let people know that it's always good to get massages. So finding a massage therapist is always good just because with us as chiropractors, we're working on the bones, but with massage therapy, they're going to be able to work directly with the muscles. So um, not necessarily something that you could do on your own, but, you know, another option that you could use to be able to help out with the day-to-day, 
you know, effect that you have just with the lifestyle of a barber. Um, is, uh, but yeah, massage therapy and chiropractic are do these usually complement each other or work together a lot? Yeah, absolutely. And depending on where you go, you, there may be a massage therapist in the office with a chiropractor. So you know, just depending on the office that you go to, uh, mm -hmm. you'll have that set up where you can basically get the the two in one. Okay. So if you're doing uh, the the adjustments for the for the skeleton and you get the massage for the muscles, uh, is there any any downside to that? Um, no, not really. Okay. No. Yeah. You, you mean like a, a negative effect or anything? Yeah. Negative effect, side effect. Like when you first get started, cause I know if you get good deep tissue massage or a real good therapeutic one, uh, it, it could hurt and you can be hurting for a couple of days and I'm not yeah. trying, not trying to find a reason not to do it. Just trying to figure out is there's a, if there's any downsides to doing them both at the same time. Yeah, so there's no downside to doing them both at the same time, but I am mm -hmm. glad that you mentioned what you mentioned, just because when you started in the beginning, you may have some soreness. Like, you may have a lot of soreness, and that's just because this is the first time you've ever received a service, or it's been the first time in a while that you received a service. So, uh, because of that, you may have the soreness that's that's mm -hmm. there. there. There's not really any situations where somebody's just like, ooh, I'm in pain, and it's way worse than what it was before. You know, once you once you get past that initial phase of the soreness, it's usually pretty good. You know, it's it's going in that upward direction as far as you know being better. Okay, gotcha. I want to move up to the to the uh, to the hands and wrists if we can, because I think we covered the the bottom down down pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, hands and wrists. You know, we we keep hearing carpal tunnel. Mm -hmm. uh, now, now in barber school, yes, we study anatomy. Yes, we know there's 206 bones in the skeleton. Why we have to know that's cut hair, I have no idea. I think it's just because the state says so. Hey, well, I can tell you. <laughs> go figure. But uh, wow. so we, we go into you know, what the bones are, and none of us can remember exactly what they are unless we're like in school mode all the time. But right. uh, can you go into carpal tunnel, what it is, how it affects us, why it affects us, and ways to prevent that? Yeah. So with carpal tunnel, a lot of times that's a positional thing uh, where it causes it. And what I mean by that is if, and this is in general with anything that may come up with the body, uh, but with carpal tunnel, again, it's more so a positional thing where you have the wrist in a compromised position and it could lead to the nerve being pinched, which could cause carpal tunnel. So I'm saying the wrist, but really with, with carpal tunnel, it can happen with the wrist, it can happen with the elbow or with the shoulder. And that's more so just the position of the wrist, elbow, or shoulder that's putting pressure on the nerve. And with that, the nerve, it runs, it runs from the base of the, or the bottom of the neck all the way down to the hands and wrists. So even though with carpal tunnel, is, the main focus is usually the wrist, it could be something going on up the chain, like I said, with the elbow or the shoulder or even the neck that's putting pressure on the nerve where you're experiencing that carpal tunnel. Hmm. So uh, this is going to sound like a really dumb question. What does it feel like? What, so a lot of times, what does carpal tunnel feel like? So a lot, a lot of times it's just numbness and tingling. Is it, Those are the biggest ones that uh, people will say that they they notice with the carpet tunnel. Mm -hmm. So that okay. that's the that's the biggest thing is the numbness and tingling in the the hand and wrist area. So is this like a a permanent thing? Is it temporary? 
a lot of times it's more so temporary, but I, I say that loosely. And the reason why is because it could be severe enough where people do notice it on a consistent basis. And the reason why I'm saying it's not necessarily a permanent thing, not that it could not be, but the reason why I'm saying it's not a permanent thing is because usually people will go seek some type of treatment for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, chiropractic can help with it. Um, I know people have went and sought massage therapy as a form of treatment. Uh, but a lot of times what people will do is they'll they'll go to a medical doctor. And if it's severe enough to that point, they will go ahead and, and throw surgery on the table. And they'll mm-hmm. get a surgery for it. And I guess if they're getting surgery for carpal tunnel, they're gonna be out of action for a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of times a lot of times with the surgery for carpal tunnel is not necessary. There's you know, there's other options that's there that could definitely resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with, with with some people again, like I said, they may go to a particular doctor where they throw that on the table. And they don't really explore other options and they just go with it and get the surgery done. But I mean, there's definitely other options there that could uh, resolve carpal tunnel without you even having to to go to surgery. Oh, wow. Um, Stretching, I guess, like everything else. Mm -hmm. Yep. So stretching can help. It it can help to alleviate the symptoms. It's not going to get rid of it, but it can help to alleviate symptoms with with stretching. Um, Like I said, more so chiropractic like i said i've heard massage therapy working as well but with chiropractic is actually i and i'm not saying it's just because i'm a chiropractor but i mean with, with us being chiropractors we work on the nervous system we work with the nerves so with carpal tunnel essentially being a nerve issue that's why chiropractic is a good option okay uh, can, can you go into what chiropractic is uh because i mean you know we we hear about it you know and you know so, some people have a real good idea of what it is and some people have Almost no idea. They just, all they know is cracking necks. That's really all they know, uh, accurate or not. That's really all they know. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times people who think about chiropractors being uh, neck doctors or back doctors, because a lot of times it's somebody that has some type of neck pain or or back pain that's going to see a chiropractor. Uh, But with chiropractic, uh, we're we're not just neck and back doctors. We're we're doctors of the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So with that the reason why i'm saying that is because of course we're looking at your spine for your health and to be able to help you get better you know we're adjusting the spine but with the spine it protects the nervous system and the nervous system is comprised of the brain the spinal cord and the nerves that come off that spinal cord so with that of course you you have the spine there and one thing that people don't really realize people i mean people know it they they know that the spine helps with movement but they don't really put the two and two together of how the spine helps us with movement. And even though it helps us with movement, those bones in the spine, they can get out of alignment or those misalignments can happen. So when those misalignments happen, it can put pressure on the nerves coming from the spinal cord because with those nerves, they're coming in between two of the bones throughout the whole entire spine. Well, all the nerves that's throughout the body, they're coming in between two bones in the spine. So when you have that misalignment, it puts pressure on the nerve. And when there's pressure on the nerve, that leads to a pinched nerve, which that's what most people have heard about. They, mm-hmm. they know about pinched nerves or they've experienced pinched nerves themselves. So with us as chiropractors, all we're doing is finding that misalignment wherever it is and making sure that we're putting the bones back in proper alignment. Once you get in proper alignment, that takes the pressure off of that nerve and the nerve is no longer pinched. And of course, that's where all the results start to happen, where people start to feel better and they start to function better as well. Okay. So 
really all the all the bones and skeleton work is to facilitate the nerves if i'm understanding what you're saying correctly well the bones they protect the nerves they yeah. they, they protect that spinal cord and the nerves the mm -hmm. the the signal from the brain that's going down throughout the spinal cord and come out of those nerves that's what's that's what's facilitating you know the nervous system and controlling how we function just on a day-to-day -day basis just with anything that we're saying you know you have nerves that's come from the brain that's that's going through the spinal cord and out those nerves oh wow okay gotcha all right so if someone has never done chiropractic never had chiropractic care before or maybe they had had it like once way on back and that's all they had done what would what would you well what would they expect if they if they realize okay hey i guess i do need to get a chiropractor involved here got these things going on what should they expect on a first chiropractic visit and i guess getting things started i guess yeah so i will speak directly with me in my office because chiropractors they all practice in different ways mm -hmm. so for example with me in my office we do a diagnostic visit so we have you come in where we'll do a consultation so we can understand, you know, what exactly is going on with you. Under, have an understanding of your past history. Uh, just see, you know, what, what it is that we need to address and how we can help out. And then from there, we'll do examinations. And then from there, we'll do x-rays. And that's that's the first visit. And the reason why is just because we want to be able to take the time to analyze everything that's going on so that we can lay out a plan for you so that you can get better. Because a lot of times people are under the impression, hey, you know, if I have something going on, I can go in for a, a chiropractic adjustment and I'll just need one and I'll be fine. But that's not really how it works. Uh, you know, some people, they can go in for that that one adjustment and they can be fine for a particular period of time. But, you know, if you're not really truly correcting the cause of what's going on, then, of course, that's just going to come back. And that's how people will get stuck in that cycle or be on that rat wheel where they just keep going around and around and around. And you have those different things, you know, just coming back to the surface over a period of time. So with us, that's why we handle it the way that we do with that first visit. So again, like I said, we can analyze everything. We can take the time and see what we need to do to give you the best results. Um, but with that, we bring it back for a follow-up visit. We always try to do it within 24 to 48 hours or, you know, just within that shorter time frame. So that we can go over everything that we found, go over the plan with you. And then, you know, if a person agrees with that plan, then we'll go ahead and get started with care on that same visit. So that's how we do it. With, with some chiropractors that you'll go to, they'll go ahead and they'll adjust on the first visit. Uh, some don't take x-rays. Uh, but for us, we just, again, like I said, want to make sure that you get the best results. And, you know, with that, the, the best way that we can do it is with the process that we have laid out. And as you're talking it kind of brought back something from back when I was in music days. You know, we would talk about piano tuners. Uh -huh. and what they would do is they'd go and they'd be brought in to tune a piano. And if it's been a long time since that piano's been tuned, you know, they're, they're sort of, you know, they have a wrench and they're tightening and loosening the wires inside to be able to get the, get it to sound right and put it into tune. But if it's been a while and they've been stuck that way for a long time, by the time the tuner has gone from the first key all the way to the other end, the uh -huh. fir first keys have already reverted back to the way they are. And they actually have to, oh, yeah. have to go and get them tuned more often and more often so that they, so that the wires, I guess, are pliable enough to maintain what it is that he's doing. Yeah. Uh, 
is there any parallel between that and chiropractic or am I just reaching out something here? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I mean, the thing is, uh, we as humans, we all have habits and our bones do too. So, you know, if our bones have been out of alignment for who knows how long, you know, but if it, if they've been out for a long time, you know, it's going to take time for them to get used to being in the correct and being, being in the correct position and staying there. So, okay. you know, that that's, that's a process just like anything else. Just like you just mentioned with your analogy. Oftentimes I use the analogy of going to the gym. If you have a certain goal that you're looking for by going in the gym, whether that's to lose weight or gain muscle, you can't go in the gym just one time and just expect to lose 10 pounds or, you know, put on 10 pounds of muscle. You know, that's something that's going to happen over a period of time, whether it's, you know, a month, two months, three months, sometimes it's even a year. Just, of course, everybody has different goals and everybody's going to get to a certain goal in a different time frame. But that that's the way that we approach it here in the office is that we want to make sure that we're giving you care over a certain period of time, making sure that you are getting the results that you're looking for. And, um, you know, just just go from there once we're, we're seeing how the body is responding to the care. That makes sense there a lot, actually. You know, you can't put, can't put the weight on just like that. We are dealing with human bodies, so I guess so. Mm-hmm. All right. If I were to say, hey, here's a bunch of barbers, what would be something that you'd want to, you'd want to make sure that a bunch of barbers knew? You know, just from, from your profession or for whatever. Uh, what they knew about chiropractic? Well, they knew about chiropractic or taking care of themselves. If you were at a dinner party, hey, here's here's 10 barbers. Mm-hmm. And you had the opportunity to just pass on wisdom to them. What would you say? Um, I would let them know. And, of course, this depends on, I say it depends on age. But just even with barbers, especially if they're early in their career, is how important ergonomics are being in a compromised position day after day after day for a long period of time can have a huge impact on your body um you know a a lot of times when people think about chiropractic they think about posture so posture is important and it's not just when you're sitting down you know a lot of times people think about posture and it's like oh yeah i need to make sure that I'm 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 sitting up straight but posture is there when you're standing too so you know if you're constantly kind of like bent over a lot throughout the day, that that can definitely affect you as far as your posture because posture is more so position more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And and even with that, when somebody is bent over for a long period of time like that, the muscles in the chest can pull everything forward. And with that, that can cause your breathing to not be as well as it should be. So, you know, you could not be breathing at 100% as far as like your, your lung capacity. Because everything's being pulled forward, it's closing down on that area. So therefore, you know, somebody may not be able to breathe, you know, at 100% with that because the lungs not able to expand as much as they should. So uh, some, even something as, as I say, as simple as that, but, you know, something like that can be affected just from poor ergonomics and, you know, just poor posture, poor position. So really, really be conscious of, you know, just how you are standing, you know, throughout the day, you know, just being conscious of your position. That's something that's going to help to help you to be cutting for 20 years as opposed to just five, you know. Dr. Shannon, if people want to get in touch with you, uh, if they want to contact you, if they have any questions or maybe want to come by your clinic or something like that, uh, what's the what's the best way for them to reach you? Or you have Instagram or social media, emails, anything like that? or 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they can call the office. The office number is 770-376-5784. So they can call the office. They can go to our website. Our website is uh, getlegacychiro.com. So, that, so that's G-E-T-L-E-G-A-C-Y-C-H-I-R-O.com. We have a tab on the website where people can book appointments. So even if, you know, after you're looking at the, the website, you want to go ahead and book, you can do it online. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. If you search uh, that same address that we have for the website, Get Legacy Cairo, that should pull us right up on social media for Facebook and Instagram. Or even if you just type in Legacy Chiropractic, that will pull us up as well on Facebook and Instagram. We have a TikTok as well. So Legacy Chiropractic, you, you type that in, search. Uh, they'll come up. Uh, we're still working on TikTok. We're, we're not posting as much, but I mean, that that is there as a page that we have with social media. And then as far as our address, we're located in Tucker on the Vista Road. Uh, for people that are familiar with the area, we're in that plaza with Jason's Deadly in the movie tavern. Uh, right across the street from uh, North Lake Mall. Uh, I was about to say what's left of it because it's, it's definitely not about to be North Lake Mall anymore, but we're, we're, we're right across the street from there. But the address is 4073 La Vista Road in Tucker, Georgia, 30084, and we're in Suite 371. Dr. Shan, thank you very much for your time here. I'm going to make sure that we have all the information where people can reach you, make sure we have all the contact information in the description everywhere we post there and everything like that and thank you for the knowledge too because you know like, like i said a lot of us here yeah, we hear terms we just don't know what they are so yes sir yes sir i appreciate you having me on and uh just hoping i can give some helpful information to to people so that's it for today's episode of beyond the barber's chair i put links for my guests and for anything we discussed in the description i hope you got something great and that it helps you as a barber and in life If you like the podcast, I hope that you will tell a friend about it and subscribe so that you don't miss any upcoming shows. I'll see you next time as we go beyond the barber's chair.